Coming up, Steven Stamko scores his 1,000th goal and Jason Robertson gets a hat trick. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You are listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL local experts bringing you the biggest stories on the ice. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Avalanche scored four goals in the second period to pull away from the Sabres in Buffalo. Locked On Avs goes over the win for the reigning champs. A wild one in Western New York between the Avalanche and the Buffalo Sabres. Avs come out on top of this one, six to four. Lots of penalties. Lots of goals. It was craziness. But in the end, the Avs did what they needed to do. They had a poor performance against the Winnipeg Jets. And you like to follow those up with a win. Any way you get two points, it's two points. Nathan McKinnon had five points in this game against Buffalo. You saw JT Comfer get on the score sheet, which hasn't happened in a while. Mm. You just hope this is trending in the right direction when the Avalanche have to play the Boston Bruins on Saturday. That is right around the corner. So under normal circumstances, you would feel pretty good about heading into Boston. But still, this Avalanche team is decimated. But don't count them out of any game. I think the Jets game was an outlier. You're due for one of those games. But you like to see them bounce back. For viewing purposes, this is a fun game. From the coaching standpoint, they probably don't want a shootout in Boston. So we will see how that game goes. But for this one, definitely tune in to Kyle and myself for Locked on Avalanche for a breakdown of the Avalanche and the Buffalo Sabres. The Predators scored in the third period to tie things up with the Devils, and then Ryan Johansson scored the game winner for Nashville in overtime. Locked on Preds goes over that Nashville comeback. The Nashville Predators drop a close... Wait, what? What do you mean they tied it up? Time over the New Jersey Devils. I can hardly believe it. Hi, everyone. I'm Ann Kimmel from Locked on Predators. And somehow the Nashville Predators beat the 19 and 4 New Jersey Devils in overtime in New Jersey. And we can hardly believe it's real. The Nashville Predators went up quick with a goal 11 seconds into the game by Ryan Johansson. Colton Sissons added a goal in the first period, but New Jersey came back with three quick goals at the beginning of the second period to take the lead. It looked like Nashville was done for with a late third period penalty. The Predators killed it off and with an empty net and an extra attacker, Mikhail Granlund got a tying goal with 8.6 seconds left in overtime. The early hero becomes the late hero and Ryan Johansson wins it in overtime for the Nashville Predators. This is such a big win for the Predators. They've been on an upward trajectory, but let's just be honest. I think we would have been pleased leaving New Jersey with a one-goal loss, and the Predators are now headed out of New Jersey and on to face the Islanders, coming away with two huge points over the New Jersey Devils. Y'all, I just can't even. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So, the New Jersey Devils lost their latest game in overtime to the Nashville Predators by a score of 4-3. to 
Now, this game was kind of a test for New Jersey Devils because the last time the Devils defeated the Predators at home was on March 3rd, 2015. The last time New Jersey earned a win versus Nashville was March 10th, 2018 at Bridgestone Arena. The Predators have won six games in a row at the Prudential Center going into this matchup, dating back to October 13th, 2015. So they now extend their win streak at the Prudential Center to seven games. So once again, this was a test for New Jersey Devils, and they completely fell flat. Out of the entirety of this game, the Devils only had two and a half minutes of good productive hockey because during those two and a half minutes, they were able to score three goals early on in period number two, but they gave up the first goal of the game within 11 seconds. And then uh, we fast forward to period number three, their last power play, the Devils did not take it seriously. They played too conservative. They played too safe with it. Thus, that gave the Predators a better chance to tie the game despite time not being on their side. So once again, the Devils should have went for the insurance goal, but instead they uh, just gave up the last goal within the final 10-second frame to OT. Devils played way too sloppy. Thus, National Predators come into the Prudential Center and beat New Jersey. So once again, the Devils deserve to lose this game, but uh, knowing this team, they know how to rebound, they know how to fight back, and if period number two is any indicator, I think this team can definitely come back in their next game against the Philadelphia Flyers on Saturday. Coming up, the Penguins come back in the third and the Canadians sneak by the Flames. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs. Whatever you are interested in betting on, whatever sport you like to follow, you can bet on those at betonline.net. It's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Steven Samkos scored his 1,000th goal at the expense of the Flyers in Philly last night. Locked On Flyers recaps that 4-1 lightning win. Well, we got Travis Konechny back in the lineup, but his lone goal was not enough to get past the bolts. Hi, this is Rachel Donner from the Locked On Flyers podcast with your quick reaction to the Flyers 4-1 to loss versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. The story of this game was definitely that second period. Woof. After a decent first frame, the Flyers were outchanced 21 to 1. They got stuck in their own zone for what felt like forever. It was probably about three, three and a half minutes. Defensively, it was a struggle for the Flyers for a good portion of the game because, let's face it, the Tampa Bay Lightning are one of the best offensive firepower teams in the league. The Lightning were able to take a lot of high-quality shots and... Carter Hart just couldn't do much about it. His only mistake was that fourth goal with the weird bounce from center ice. But for more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune into the Locked On Flyers podcast wherever you listen and we're over on YouTube. The Penguins scored a pair of goals in the third to come from behind and beat Las Vegas. Locked On Golden Knights goes over that blown lead. The Golden Knights fall 4-3 to three in Pittsburgh. Hey everyone, Chris Golick, Locked on Vegas Golden Knights here. Everything seemed to be okay for our Golden Knights. They took a 2-0 lead through the first period. And then the theme of the season unfortunately strikes again. A poor second period. All of a sudden the game is tied. But we still had a shot. We had a 3-2 lead in the third period early off a of Shea Theodore goal. 
and then two quick goals by Pittsburgh to seal the deal in regulation. Folks, for everything Locked on Vegas Golden Knights, please check out the Locked on Vegas Golden Knights podcast anywhere you can find your podcasts, your team every day. Kirill Kaprizov tallied three points and the Wild came from behind to beat the Oilers on Thursday. Locked on Wild and Oilers look at the four unanswered Minnesota goals that made that difference. For the seventh straight game, the Minnesota Wild strike oil against Edmonton. Hey everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping a 5-3 win for the Minnesota Wild against the Edmonton Oilers. Early on, a little dicey as the Wild gave up a power play goal and a subsequent goal to give Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid a goal apiece. But beyond that, the Wild kept those two quiet and the Wilds get a couple of power play goals. They get a Kirill Kaprizov tally, Sam Steele, Jewel Eriksson-Eck, Freddie Goudreau, and Matt Zuccarello to put a pretty impressive showing together against Jack Campbell. He was off balance most of the night. And the grief line reunited did a good job defensively against two of the best scorers in the NHL. And all in all, the Wilds come away with a pretty good win. Sam Steele continuing to play impressively well on the top line. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure you're following Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oilers score the first goal of the game, but it isn't enough as a dismal second period leads to the Oilers' demise. Hi, my name is Brett Holden from Locked On Oilers, and despite leading the game 2-1 at one point in the game, four unanswered goals from the Minnesota Wild would lead them to victory over the Edmonton Oilers, 5-3. to three. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl doing, well, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl type things as they each score one goal and an assist in this one. Connor McDavid scoring his 19th goal of the season. As for a second, he was actually tied with Jason Robertson for the league lead, but only a couple minutes later, Jason Robertson would go on to score his 20th of the season. But Leon Dreisaitl also scoring in his fourth straight goal game for the Edmonton Oilers. And speaking of scoring, Clem Costin scoring his first goal as an Edmonton Oiler in this one, but it was too little too late. Jack Campbell stopping 25 of 30 thrown at him as he loses the game for the Oilers. And the Oilers move to 13-11-0 on the season. The Oilers look to improve on that record at home against the Montreal Canadiens at home at 5 o'clock on Saturday. Jason Robertson ended the night with a hat trick in the Stars 5-0 win over the Ducks. Locked on Stars recaps the big win. The power of the 2017 Dallas Stars draft class was on full display Thursday night as the Stars shut out the Anaheim Ducks in a 5-0 win. Hey everybody, this is Dane Lewis with the Locked On Stars podcast. Just got back from the American Airlines Center and what was one of the more fun and high-energy entertaining Stars games that I've gotten to witness this season. A truly special night at the American Airlines Center. Jason Robertson now on a 17-game point streak. Three goals in this game, a hat trick. Absolutely unreal what we are seeing from Jason Robertson. Running out of ways to describe him, running out of things to say about him. He He's nothing short of spectacular. But also in the same evening, Jake Ottinger gets a shutout for this team, saving 31 shots. No small feat there for number 29. And his first game back after a little stomach bug, caused him to not play in St. Louis on Monday. He bounces back 
in the best way possible in this contest. And then, of course, rounding out the strength of the 2017 Stars draft class, Miro Haskinen, a three-assist night. Yoel Kiviranta with the goal as well. Wyatt Johnston also scoring a goal the fifth of the game, his seventh of the season. An overall unbelievable night for the Stars, a game that they needed to win, needed to get two points against a far inferior opponent, and they did so convincingly. And now they have two more days off, and they'll be back on the ice on Sunday for an oh-so-important divisional matchup against the Minnesota Wild. And we will talk about this Thursday night win and a little bit about Sunday's game against the Wild on Friday's episode of Locked on Stars. You can check it out on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast absolutely free. Jake Allen saved 45 shots and Cole Caulfield scored the game winner for the Canadians in the third against the Flames last night. Locked on Canadians and Flames go over the final from Calgary. Well, Jake Allen seems to be back. Hi, everyone. My name is Laura Saba of Locked on Canadians coming to you after the Canadians beat the Calgary Flames. Thanks to a Herculean effort by Jake Allen. As you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, Jake Allen has been struggling of late. However, in the game against Calgary, it was pretty much all him. I looked at the basic metrics. It was all Jake Allen. I looked at the underlying numbers. It was all Jake Allen. Thanks to Cole Caulfield for scoring that goal. And obviously, Slavkovsky scoring that 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 immediate goal uh, right on that first shift. But other than that, it was pretty much Jake Allen, which bodes well for the Canadians, to be honest, because he had been struggling of late and the Canadians had been losing those games. It was really, you know, the debate in Montreal was whether or not Semyon Montembeau should get more of the primary starts. And uh, it looks like Jake Allen has kind of started to figure it out. I hope this isn't one of those flash in the pan games and then he goes back to being, you know, so-so. Uh, I know he's had some changes in his life lately, so hopefully this is him getting back to being consistent uh, in the meantime. For more on the Canadians, check out Locked On Canadians with myself and my co-host Scott Matla wherever you get your podcasts as well as on YouTube. The Panthers scored three goals in less than a minute in the first period against the Canucks, ending things early in Vancouver. Locked On Panthers has more after that Florida win. The Florida Panthers were due for a big win on their third game of this West Coast trip. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, and the Florida Panthers defeat the Vancouver Canucks by a final score of 5-1 to one at Rogers Place. So the story of this game for the Panthers was odd man rushes galore for the Panthers. Got a lot of chances early on Thatcher Demko, who ended up coming out of the game for the Vancouver Canucks after the third goal for the Cats, where the Panthers scored three goals in a 59-second stretch, which is the which is the shortest time in Panthers history that they got three goals for 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 the Cats. And Sam Bennett getting on the board twice later in the game, now 13 points in his last 12 for, for the Cats as well. And the chances didn't stop in the second period. And even though Spencer had a very quiet night in the first two periods, the Vancouver Canucks attacked a little bit in the third period, but Spencer Knight saved his best for last, going 32 of 33 on the night so listen to my recap of this five to one victory over the vancouver canucks make sure to listen to my next episode of the lockdown florida panthers podcast where nick fairbanks will be joining the show on this fairbanks friday edition of the show your team every day the kings were able to break a 3-3 tie in the third period with a pair of goals in the final 20 minutes against the coyotes locked on kings recaps la's victory 
After a tumultuous 48 hours, the LA Kings get a much-needed win. Hi, I'm Eddie Garcia with the Locked On LA Kings podcast. The Kings played in the highest-scoring game of the NHL season on Tuesday, a 9-8 home loss in overtime to the Seattle Kraken. That was followed up by goalie Cal Peterson being put on waivers and shipped off to the AHL, and then a team meeting with GM Rob Blake. The Kings then took the ice on Thursday night, got a much-needed hard-fought, 5-3 win over the Arizona Coyotes. The Kings for penalty kill was specifically called out by Rob Blake in his comments to the press on Thursday. Message received at least for one game with the Kings killing off all three Arizona power plays. And they nearly scored a couple of shorthanded goals as well. Kings captain Andre Kopitar opened the scoring with a power play goal in the first period. He also got the game winner in the third period, skating four on four goals, six and seven on the season for the captain. Jonathan Quick stopped 18 of 23 shots in net to get the win and helped the Kings improve to 13-9 and four on the season. Good enough for 30 points. We'll have a full recap of the win over the Coyotes on Friday's show. For more, check out Locked on LA Kings wherever you get your podcasts, your team every day. After falling behind by a pair of goals in the first, the Kraken fought back to force overtime and Matt Beneers scored the game winner in the extra period. Locked on Kraken has more in the seventh straight Seattle win. Seven seconds into overtime and Maddie Beneers gets it done for the Seattle Kraken. My name is Erica L. Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. Seven seconds into overtime, Maddie Beneers wins the faceoff. Burakovsky with a big body play to get Beneers free for that loose puck. And then we score Overtime winner, 3-2 win over the Washington Capitals. The Seattle Kraken were down two goals going into the, the, the second period. And then period by period, the Seattle Kraken win it back. Philip Grubauer gets the start. He started making big saves later in the game for the Seattle Kraken to give them a chance to come back. You best believe we're going to talk about this big win against the Washington Capitals tomorrow on Locked on Kraken. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you go and subscribe to Locked On NHL and your teams, Locked On Podcasts on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kanani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.